Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts and give the show a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for more Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's mini-episodes co-host is my girl, Mercedes. She is was the first guest on Bravo Happy Hour and also made cameos on episodes 17 and 29, and she's back today to spill the tea. Welcome back. So glad to be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we are in the new and improved studio. <laughs> if you guys don't know, we record with Gotham Podcast Studio in New York City, and they just stepped up their game, and we're in a fancy new studio. So That's it. That's you, it. <laughs> if you want to make your own podcast, just come here. So I think the first thing we really need to talk about is the most pressing news in, Bravo, <laughs> uh, in the Bravo sphere. <laughs> Which I guess is not really pressing for many people. So if you guys don't remember from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Caroline Manzo's son, <laughs> Albie Manzo, this is such a deep cut. His best friend, Greg Bennett, Greggy Bennett, got ah, engaged. Greggy <laughs> got engaged this weekend to a really cute guy named Alex Cesarini. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but who cares? Yes, we're so excited. So Greggy and Alex have been dating for a while. And then this weekend he posted <clears throat> the engagement. And then also right after the engagement, they had an engagement party. Lauren was there. Albie commented, it was so nice. Let love win. <laughs> During Pride Month, couldn't be happier. Greggy seems happy. I remember when originally like... I think Greggy was living in New York and then he moved to New, uh, New Jersey with Alex. And then like Lauren was joking, like, this is what happens when you're like a fucking rich gay man. Yeah. And then it's like pimp apartment and like, it looks like Jersey city. I don't know. Well, where he it's works for at. Facebook. Yes, he does. Yeah. 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 But I remember he used to give like Instagram classes to people and things like that. Like, so he's doing well. And so Lauren was joking that like, oh my gosh, this is like, Oh, you're a fancy rich gay man now. You have this gorgeous apartment. And he was like, yes, bitch, I do. Did you see the ring he got him? It was he a did. diamond. Oh, my gosh. It was so nice. It was real nice. Yeah. I was, I'm just really happy for them. Greggy deserves it all. I hope Mariah Carey sings at his oh wedding. Oh, my God. If Mariah Carey sings at his wedding, I would I wish Mariah Carey did cameos. I feel like she's like five <laughs> years away from doing cameos. And I would I don't buy think she'll him. ever do cameos. <laughs> She's too good. Oh She's God. too good. Dude, that is so right. That is so right. But we are so happy for you, Greggy and Alex. Good for Congratulations. you. Congratulations. We love you. I we hope you get a wedding spin-off. We hope that there is literally, if we can 
do anything, reach out to Bravo, say, look, all of the fans want to see a wedding special. Nobody gives a fuck about Tamara Judge's wedding to Eddie, Eddie Judge. Ugh. We want to see Greggy and Alex. <laughs> That's it. Like, that is the wedding of the year. Speaking of engagements and the engagements... <laughs> The engagement spin-off I want to see. Dr. Paul Nassif, if you guys remember, he was the husband of Mm -hmm. Adrian Malou from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. If you don't remember, she was on seasons one through three and then was a guest for following seasons. So he just got engaged to longtime girlfriend Brittany Patakis, nice Greek girl, after the botched doctor proposed to her this past Saturday night on a romantic boat ride. He is 56. She is 27. 27. What do you do with a 19-year age difference? Look, when I was 27... A 56-year-old who is like out of the question. But you know what? Women in California are different because it's like if there's that much money involved, they don't care. And he's got money. Like, money. Because he's like an actual doctor in the day. Right. And he's also like on botch. He's not like Terry Dubrow. Who like, right. Dubrow is like, I feel like not a real doctor anymore. No, Dubrow has a whole different show that he got approved for. God. He recently did. Although if I you read his Yelp reviews, they're terrible. They're like, no, they're he's, ter- like, he's yeah. actually the botcher. And then wow. you go on botch. They, they claim botch, but a lot of it's like, oh, he doesn't do a lot of follow-up. We went to him because he was on the TV show. And then, like, after the surgery, like, he doesn't pay attention to anymore. So like, what like, do you expect him to be, like, sending you Christmas cards after you get your tits done? Well, like- Naomi Olindo's uh, <laughs> plastic surgeon, she was she eats dinner with him in Charleston pretty frequently. That's what I heard. <laughs> She's so fucking classy. She's got a great nose job, by the way. I love it. So many people on the internet were so upset with it in the beginning. But regardless, I think Naomi can truly do no wrong in my eyes. She can't. I mean, first of all, her body is stunning. Uh, her boyfriend... <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I liked like the whole time like her and Craig were fighting. It's like, let's not sleep on the fact that Homegirl is like getting her MBA. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's getting an MBA. She comes from a successful family. Her boyfriend, now hot, in shape, doctor, like anesthesiologist. Come on. Like if that's like people up. that were mad when she originally started dating him, because before Southern Charm came back on. Of course, I follow them on Instagram. But so they were like, oh, they used to write comments on like Matul's pictures like, oh, should you get back with Craig? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, he would just kind of joke about it. But it's like, seriously, you want her to date a guy who's kind of good looking, no real job, no real career aspirations, and like kind of just a bread loaf. Or (laughs) you want her to date this guy who's like hot, in shape, focused, doctor, like Come on. What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, I feel like their engagement is just, I think, within the year. Oh, totally. Totally. They're absolutely Well, I saw something probably like seven months ago. I saw some post on Reddit or something that people saw that she was following like Indian wedding accounts on Instagram already, (laughs) which I'm like, yes, I love that. I love that. But hey, you know what? Jump head first. Why the fuck (laughs) (laughs) While staying in Beverly Hills, Lisa Vanderpump is currently now being sued by a former employee at Vanderpump Dogs. So according to court documents, a woman whose name will be going unknown, like Voldemort, claims that she was promoted back in August of 2017 to be the operations managers. Supposedly, John Sessa, of course, Mm -hmm. Told her she could write his name on payroll checks, which is <clears throat> illegal. 
So she claimed that the situation was resolved amicably. The next payroll cycle came. Obviously, she didn't sign the checks. A week later, the woman then claimed she left work at an hour early due to anxiety. She says later she was taken to the emergency room and hospitalized on a 5150 hold, <laughs> which is like what Kanye West was fucking Yeah, like, that's like mental breakdown. Yeah, like she's like up due to anxiety, quote unquote. Uh, the woman then said she was in the hospital for a few days and that John Sessa told her to take a few extra days off with pay to recover. After her first day back at work, she claims Sessa called her and told her that between the 5150 and the check incident, it was a perfect storm and perhaps it was not a good time for her to be a manager. She claims the next day she was sent a termination notice that referenced the check incident. Now she's suing for discrimination and wrongful termination and is seeking unspecified damage. What are you doing at Vanderpump Dogs that's leading people to get a 5150 hole? You know that bitch stole the story <laughs> to Radar Online. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because like, uh, taking care of dogs is not creating anxiety. One. I feel like it's actually like therapeutic. Like exactly. <laughs> Literally, dogs serve as therapy animals. What's going on that you need a 5150-year-old? And it's like, oh, John Sessa told me, listen, I did legal work for a long time. If it's not in writing, it didn't happen. So like you either made it up or they told you and you're dumb enough that like you didn't get it in writing. That's all that comes down to. It really is. And like I can't fucking deal with Lisa Vanderpump and this dog shit anymore. Like... All of Beverly Hills this season has been over it. I'm done with it. Like, come on. We're still with the fucking dogs? And Yulin. <laughs> so, Although she did get the stuff turned over in Yulin. Hey, so then I mean, can't. she definitely is doing... An advocate. Yeah, an advocate yeah. and doing great things for dogs. However, whatever the hell is happening in Vanderpump Dogs in Beverly Hills <laughs> is, you know, a shit a storm, I think, at this point. The news has been ablaze about Lisa Vanderpump maybe going to yeah. the reunion or not. So supposedly today we're recording on Tuesday. She talked to Daily Mail TV saying the objective of a reunion is to re- reunite, right? And I have no inclination to reunite with the women who have harassed me for 10 months now. So tomorrow is Wednesday, June 5th, which is when they're filming the reunion. And safe to say, she's not going. I don't think Lisa needs Real Housewives of Beverly Hill. She I think it gives it gave her the platform to initially like start off on this stuff. But the thing is, is like she had Vanderpump rules. She has Vanderpump dogs. Like all this stuff's going on. That like she one makes more money than all the women there because a lot of the women make it from their husbands. Mm-hmm. They don't actually make them themselves. But also too that like she doesn't need this platform anymore. Like she Vanderpump rules is insanely successful. You know what I mean? Like for as many people that say that like it's run its course, these people are too old. Like she can still, she just opened Vanderpump Gardens in Las Vegas. Like she's continuously working. So like, I feel like her time on this, she doesn't need Beverly Hills as much as it needs her. And I feel like the other cast members resent her for that. Totally. And they know that. And that's Because the they don't have anything else going on. Well, you see every single scene Kyle is in, they'll be like, hey, how's dinner? Blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, well, speaking of dinner, you know, one time I went to Lisa Vanderpump with dinner. And did <laughs> yep, you yep. hear what she did with Camille? It's like, oh my God, you guys have nothing going on. Like, nothing. Kyle, what do you have going on? Your fucking Christmas card photos being taken six months before Christmas? Like, wow. Wh- wow. Oh, Deep. you're planning your daughter 30th birthday can't she plan it like yeah what, what your mom's planning with 500 person birthday party yeah i'm like what are you like none of you guys are doing anything lisa Rinna, you have literally nothing your daughters won't even film with you this season like what do you have going on I mean, lisa Rinna's daughters are a whole nother subject with like the oh, did you see the stuff where like delilah bell who has gotten a lot of plastic surgery her face is like baby Lisa Rinna at this and point. And then she tried to say like, oh, I get it from my mama. 
And they were like, um, first of all, your mom's admitted to having her lips done and your lips are not natural. What are you talking about? And she was like fighting with people online about this. Well, now it's becoming like this Kylie Jenner syndrome where it's like, well, they're not implants. They're just injections. It's like, just the same thing. Like, come on, you got something stuck into your face. It's not natural. If it's not natural, you had something done. That's it. You don't need to be cut open. You don't need to like, like literally have implants. If you had anything done, then that is plastic surgery, period. (laughs) Exactly. I wonder how the women are going to take probably the reality of her not showing up to the reunion. I think they're all just going to be up in arms. arms. And you know what? I thought Lisa Vanderpump, if anything, would come back to the reunion. She would have had, you know, the past eight months to, you know, she would have like her pre-written little notes Mm -hmm. and jabs and whatever to each woman and find ways to kind of manipulate the entire situation to make her look like the victim, which... She 100% would have done. Yeah. But if anything, like, that's the way you kind of end your time on the show. Like, you don't need to come back as another housewife, but you do need to finish it out because this is your job. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, and obviously, they've been cutting her out of the end of- A lot of stuff. Yeah. Of this season, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't blame them. It's like, she's not willing to film. And and it's ridiculous. And I also do think, I was talking about this with Grant the other day on episode 51, how it makes her seem more guilty. Like, it makes- But at the same time, like, to be an advocate for Lisa- all this stuff was happening when her brother died. Yeah, of course. So it's like, okay, she's British. She doesn't talk about it. She doesn't acknowledge it. She doesn't deal with it. Not for nothing. If my brother died of an overdose, like I probably wouldn't be that much open to bullshit either. Totally. So it's like, okay, we're faulting her and we're blaming her. We're doing all this stuff. But like she went through some real stuff. Yeah. And it's not for nothing. Like it was significant. And I don't know, like I'm LVP all the way. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I hate everyone on that cast and oh, I'm team LVP. I especially hate Lisa Rinna. And I'm glad to hear that she might not be back. She'll probably be back. Oh, she's But I don't anywhere. like her. I've never really liked her. I mean, hey, Queen Denise. I'm Queen Denise I all love day Denise. long. Denise Richards is the best addition literally to any franchise besides Margaret Josephs to say, New Jersey. Or Dorinda Medley to New York. Oh, or I Sonia Morgan in New York. Well, Sonia was so long ago. She yeah. was like season three, She's season basically four. OG yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Dorinda was a good addition. She was still a little bit older. She's been on for a couple seasons. Marge was fantastic. Kelly Dodd in OC. Kelly Dodd was good. And the fact that they're apparently giving her so much crap for this upcoming season of OC and like she's like the victim. It's like all this stuff. And I'm like, Kelly Dodd is the only thing keeping you alive, OC, <laughs> because you're fucking dead fish in the water outside of land that's like floundering <laughs> around trying to get back to the water. Nobody cares about Tamara Judge. Nobody cares about Vicky Glumbleson. And nobody cares about Shannon Bedore. So it's no. like, what else do you have? Also, Shannon Gina Bedore's- Kirschenheider? No way. Supposedly she's getting back with the husband. I know. We were going to report on that today, and I'm like, well, that would make everyone turn the show off. So I'm trying to. And and her look right now, too. She's way too blonde. Yeah, no, she cut her hair. She's a stylist. And she's also was in like an erectile dysfunction commercial. (gasps) It was crazy. I'll post like a little blurb of it um, on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account. But yeah, (laughs) she was like an actress in an erectile dysfunction commercial. But I'm from Long Island. This is how I talk. It's like... Oh my god! I hate uh, the fact that I'm from Long Island, and she represents <laughs> my people. Long Island is very big. There's very different. Thank parts God! Of thank God! Well, saying in Beverly Hills and Lisa Vanderpump's Vanderworld, Brittany Cartwright, obviously the girlfriend, ooh, fiance of Jack Taylor from Vanderpump Rules had her best friend, Zach Wickham, move from Kentucky to California when she moved here. So he's been on the show a few times. He's quote unquote her gay BFF because that's not. 
because you know that's a really appropriate way to speak about your best friend. He's actually currently the personal assistant for Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls, mm-hmm. which is a random Don't thing. Don't you wish your girlfriend was <laughs> like me? So he posted an Instagram story saying, everyone in LA can go fuck themselves. I'm just done and have no time for what I just went through. Have fun without me. When your best friend decides you're a problem, then it's time to say, fuck it. Figure everything out without me. See if that's possible. I'm done and Louisville is home. Gotta go now. Bye. So obviously the internet is ablaze thinking this is about Britney because Jax obviously on the same exact day was tweeting really kind things naturally. He's saying, anyone have a person or persons in your group that will never offer to pay for anything or pick up a tab that just assume you'll get it. Let's call these people out. Hashtag what's the deal? I mean, never, (laughs) but yet like they still come out to eat and drink. And then obviously someone said, please reveal what you're and who and what you're talking about. And he says, watch next season. It's coming. So people are obviously associating these two things with one another. I mean, I feel like that was Jack for many, 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 (laughs) many years. So it's like, okay, now you want to judge Jack's like, mm, I don't know. Like, okay. So obviously I always watch all the old housewife seasons from like the beginning till now. So today I watched the old Vanderpump season. So I saw season one like many, many so moons good. ago. So I watched season two and it started with Brandy Glanfill asking Sheena, what's, what's wrong with your tooth? Why is it a different color? <laughs> Which is fantastic. And this is back way in the day when Jax was still trying to get back with Stassi oh my God. after cheating on her. <laughs> and I'm like, that Jax probably did not pay for people's tabs. That's when he quit Vanderpump Rule. Like, that's when he quit Sir... And like, who knows what he was doing in between getting hired again. He probably was not paying people's bills. So I'm like, okay, pot calling the kettle black. Like Dax, it was not that long ago that that was you. Well, I think he forgets that. I mean, we see it with James Kennedy too, like in the past reunion special. It's like Jax is screaming at James Kennedy, who's literally, you know, 13 years younger than him. About all, like, about how crazy he's acting and this and that and this and that. It's like, dude, you literally did the exact same things like two years ago. Maniac. Yeah. Maniac. Yeah. No, I mean, Jack's definitely like has mental issues, but I'm wondering if this fight between now Brittany and Zach has obviously probably something to do with Jack's. Obviously, Jax and Britt are getting married on June 29th, so that's coming up pretty soon. They'll probably be filming for it, so it should be interesting to see if Zach actually goes to the wedding in Kentucky. I don't know. I feel like I think he definitely will because, like, a lot of him probably wants to, like, get the attention, but also, like... If you're really good friends, you'll come out for it at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, though, because in the reunion we saw, like... Jax and Britt going after Tom Sandoval and vice versa. And then Jax was like, you're not even my best freaking man anymore. You're not even my best man. It's like, oh, boo, you have big thing to take away. Like, okay, because he gives that much of a fuck. Like, let's be real. Also, they're definitely recording the next season of Vanderpump because I saw a video oh, of yeah. other people that were in the restaurant that were not supposed to be recording. Okay, NDR. Or wait, NDA, whatever. Like, um, but... Katie was fighting with shorts and like stuff was going on. So they're definitely recording now, but I'm like, this is still a month before the wedding. So who knows what's going to happen by the time the wedding comes out. And then still, we'll have to still wait another couple months until it actually comes out on the show. It's rude that we have to wait. Like they rude. were saying like earlier this year, like, oh, you know, they asked us if we want to film year round so that the show is basically on at all times. I'm like, yeah. That is what we want. Like, give the people what but, we want. But the thing is, like, a lot of people are kind of over the concept of Vanderpump Rules because it's like nobody actually works there anymore. Like, yeah. people actually make different money in different venues. We want to see that. Like, we want to see like the way that they're actually making money. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not continue this ruse of like, oh, they're a waitress at at Sir or whatever. Like. 
let's just do say by the bell college years. We'll do <laughs> Vanderpump rules like graduation <laughs> yeah. and then get the actual people that are still working at Sir because I guarantee you there's still as much drama with like a new cast of characters. Oh, totally. When I was at Sir and then we went to Tom Tom, there was this one blonde chick and she was a bartender at Sir, an absolutely terrible bartender. Mm-hmm. But she was all over, so she left and was at Tom Tom, was all over James Kennedy <gasps> and then was all over Max Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this chick, I've never seen someone so desperate. And James wasn't even giving giving her attention, which in my head, I'm like, wow, good for James. But she also was like such a leech. You could kind of tell where it's like, girl, you don't even look fun or interesting. You just are like, is it Max Vanderpump or Max Todd? Oh yeah. Max Todd. (laughs) (laughs) A lot can happen in three years. Like a chat bot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Pinky Vanderpump. Pinky. Oh, that's so funny that she like tried to get on the show season as, one. As Pinky. Pinky. producer's <laughs> like, ah, no, we're going to nah, call you Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to totally different news coming out of New York. So Real Housewives of New York newbie Barbara Kavovit is currently being sued by Deutsche Bank because she's allegedly skipping out on paying mortgage payments of over $2.4 million. So a little backstory, she took out this $2.4 million loan with her dad back in 2006 to purchase a five-bedroom, seven-bathroom house in Wayne Scott, New York. Then in 2015, two years after Joseph had passed away, Barbara failed to make these mortgage payments and was then later accused of owing the bank 2.4 blah, 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 million dollars. It all makes sense why Ramona doesn't like her. Because let me tell you what, Ramona, Dorinda, Sonia, Bethany, all of them have real money. So for somebody to be going through this like kind of financial situation, it's like, uh, you're poor. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, you don't have their kind of money. Like, you couldn't have paid that stuff. Like, for, I don't, I also don't think, like, okay, first of all, Barbara's style is absolutely horrendous. It is. It's is. absolutely horrendous. Nobody that has that much money, one, hasn't hired a stylist, or two, is still dressing like they're from 1999. Oh, I feel like she's like one episode away from wearing Ed Hardy. Oh, she's totally, she absolutely has a closet full of Ed Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> she has hats. Yeah. She has shirts. She also has the shoes that he designed oh. for like. <laughs> She's on Dutch hats. Yeah. So many yeah. of them in the back of her closet. And I'm just like, she doesn't belong. No. Maybe she belongs in Jersey. She does not belong in New York. This past episode, I mean, obviously in New York Housewives, is just the, the best television you truly could ever get. Uh. When Ramona was talking with Tinsley, being like, Tinsley, we're going to go out tonight. And Barbara's like, oh, can I come? And Ramona's <laughs> like, no, I really want to get catch up with Tinsley. And it just was so blatantly rude. And Ramona has no concept of none, manners. None. And we've known that since first season one. Episode of season <laughs> one. However, her 
issue with Barbara is just so oh, she hates funny. her because even like in the press after the no. like the season premiered, she's like, I don't know her. I don't like she's not a, she's not a full time house. She doesn't hold like, an apple. Yeah, she doesn't hold an apple. <laughs> it's like okay, girl, but she's not on their level. Like she's just not absolutely so, not. Supposedly, this house is currently being available to rent at fifty eight grand a year. Who the fuck's paying fifty eight grand a, a month? month? A month. Who the fuck's paying fifty eight thousand a month? Wayne Scott. Sonia can't even get people to pay thirty thousand dollars a month to pay for her <laughs> apartment in literally Central Park East. They're not paying fifty eight thousand. Oh, you guys! In like upstate New York. I didn't realize Wayne Scott, New York, was her Hamptons house. That piece but of trash. But, but that's not the Hamptons. You know oh, what no, I mean? Yeah, like it's like, not even as far as the Hamptons. It's, it's like, like between Bridgehampton and East Hampton. Exactly. But it's probably more inland. Definitely. I don't know. Definitely who's paying that much. Like. Uh, well, good luck, Babs, because <laughs> you're probably not getting a second season on this show. So. Oh no, there's no way. There's no way she's getting a second season. And I also, I still. I'm baffled by the fact that Beverly Hills, which has had this stale, boring-ass storyline with this fucking dog, has more viewers than Real Houses of New York. Baffles me. Baffles me. But it's also that, like, old rating system. Like I also know know a lot of trash people who I meet in my day-to-day. They're like, oh, you like Bravo? I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, I only watch the California shows. I've heard probably six people... Tell me that, and I immediately say, "Well, I hate when I when you say things like that." Stupid, <laughs> can't deal with it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, I know who not talks to you because at this party. also not even California. <laughs> Potomac's fantastic. Potomac. Potomac's good. Is the best Housewives franchise. Hidden I would gem. say. I would say it's New York, Potomac, honestly, Dallas. Dallas is fantastic. Dallas is a must. The thing is, I was like, Potomac girls do not. I think they have the least amount of money. Comparatively, have, through all the franchises, I have more money in my checking account than Robin does, <laughs> and she, uh, yeah, <laughs> like and everyone. But, does. but the Dallas girls, they do have that much mm-hmm. money. Steph Holman, her husband, he makes fucking millions. Yeah, like and high millions. They donate to awesome things, and they treat totally. their staff members of his company yeah. really so, well. So, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so Dallas actually has money, Potomac, eh, but they bring the drama. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Speaking of people who don't have any money. Boom! Great segue. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Phaedra Parks is ex-husband Apollo Nida. If you guys remember him, he's very hot and abusive. Hot, hot, hot. So he is actually heading to a halfway house after being in jail. So ba- a little backstory. So back in 2014, Apollo was sentenced to 96 months in prison after pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit mail, wire, and bank fraud. All this fraud, right? Jesus. Just be honest. Jesus Christ. It's all with the intention of looking rich and that's the fucking pathetic part but that's again besides the yeah, point yeah, right. so Phaedra filed for divorce back in 2017 after being married with him for eight years they settled their split while he was behind bars so <laughs> he was supposed to be released so he will now be at a halfway house in Philadelphia until October 15th when his sentence is officially done I saw pictures of him he looks fine well, he's always been fine. That's all he's got you know going I mean? for But him. he's also been engaged to Shireen. Don't you forget that she was in uh, literally like two seasons ago of Atlanta when they brought her on to kind of rattle oh, Phaedra yeah. and then like <clears throat> it was a big to do. But they're still engaged, like Mazel Tov. Congratulations. Prison boo. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
but he's going to be the halfway house for a lot of uh, like a while, like a couple months. So, I mean, good that he did his time. He's done, but also Juicy Joe has done his time. Juicy Joe is still in holding at the um, ICE detention center, yeah. awaiting the like de- deportation stuff. But you saw that he got a lot of like old deportation judges to come to his side and say mm-hmm. like he shouldn't be deported. So like it's going to be interesting to see what goes on with these like real house husbands. But like. Phaedra cut him off as soon as she could. She, like, cut off the dying limb. Whereas Teresa has pretended that she's still talking to Joe or she's still, like, keeping contact with him. Meanwhile, she's with her little, young, 22-year-old boyfriend in Miami. You like, whatever. But it's just weird to see, like, the dynamic progress because I just watched all the old Jersey episodes literally from the beginning. So good. Where she was, like... Oh, like, I'm Joe's ride or die. I'll always be the Joe. But I think the thing that changed for Teresa was her mom dying and her feeling mm-hmm. that, like, Joe took that time away from her. He did. And then, like, everything else that happened after that, she was like, all the stuff that's going on with my girls and as they're progressing and Joe's not here, that's because of him and that's his fault. So that's a lot of growth on her part, but it's not what we're seeing on TV. You know what I mean? And exactly. that's what irritates me is that they're not showing the pertinent stuff on the shows anymore. So it's like... I'm not seeing Teresa talk about it's like she was talking about it like four seasons ago, but also like a lot of stuff in Beverly Hills, they're not talking about Erica's husband getting sued, Mauricio getting sued, all these things. I'm like, I want to hear about that. Like, I don't care about like a fucking dog that got like sent back to the kill shelter that they found. It's got readopted. I don't care about that. Yeah. I want to hear about the real stuff that's going on with these women. Well, I think that's just a disservice to all viewers because it's just not fair. It's like, no. Also, like these things that are happening to these women are like major things. Like if you, if you, anybody I know was in like a major lawsuit, like that would be playing a part in every other form of their life. Totally. So why are we pretending that it's not really happening? And obviously I know it's like, oh, you know, it's production. They can't, you know, meddle with the goings on of the, you know, trial or whatever. But it's like, Teresa's entire situation with Joe was put on blast on the show. And you did it before. So Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you can't do it. I don't fucking think so. Yeah. But it's just like one of the old episodes here that you said that like with Vanderpump Rules, you were like, they're getting too buddy-buddy with the production. Mm-hmm. Production doesn't want to show this stuff. And I think it's production across all episodes, like all TV shows that they're not wanting to show the real stuff. But it's like, we don't care about this fake mumbo gumbo, like fake relationships. We want to talk about the real stuff. Like we want to see the real stuff. And if you're not showing us that, then like... Why are we watching anymore? Well, I find that to be, I think, such a redeeming quality in Potomac. Like, they're only in season four. Totally. It's just, it's just, it's, totally. Yeah, it's season four, right? Yeah. So they're only on season four. So they still have, you, you know, the ability to be, like, totally vulnerable. Like, yeah. last season we went through Karen's whole thing with her tax issues. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, she wasn't being as open, open as, as she would have liked. Yeah. But... Also, look at the fucking bitches she was talking to. Giselle, who's supposed to be your good friend, is literally making fun of you, being a total, total asshole about something that's really serious and really hard to go through. So you wonder, like, she didn't feel comfortable, and I totally understand that. You know, other women, it's like, you know, you can... Ashley's going through, like, the pregnancy stuff. Candace is going through that deep stuff with her mom. Like, forget that. Like, and then Giselle going through that, like, shady stuff with her boyfriend and, like, her boyfriend's a piece of shit, but by the way, like, I hope I she's just, not with him anymore. No, I mean, who knows? She's way too, like, beautiful and smart. Totally. She's a total asshole, asshole, but she's a really yeah. good mom, I think. Yeah. yeah she yeah. says something. Ugh. Yeah. So we want to see more of that. 
basically. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Bravo, please listen up. I mean, I think we're seeing a lot of candid behavior on Southern Charm this season. <gasps> I love... <laughs> Southern Charm is, God honest, a breath of fresh air. Because those people are real, they're genuine, they're actually friends, and like I love every single bit that I get from Southern Charm. Not Southern Charm, New Orleans, because no. I'm not into that. I'm talking about Southern Charm, the original, the OG Charleston. <laughs> so if you guys are watching Southern Charm, you guys obviously know what's going on with Danny and Madison and Austin and Gentry. And if you guys aren't watching, <laughs> You're stop missing out. <laughs> listening to this show. Watch right now. Watch right now. <laughs> So a little backstory, if you guys don't know, Danny told Craig that, this is like a game of fucking telephone. So Danny told Craig that Austin's girlfriend, Madison, had attempted to contact Danny's boyfriend, Gentry. Gentry. <laughs> Not Gentry Bourbon. Not Gentry Bourbon. <laughs> His name's actually Gentry. So uh, Gentry, so this all played out on last week's episode of Southern Charm. Glitter. So the internet has been ablaze with, talk about all of this because Gentry, whoever the fuck Gentry is, took to his Instagram and started to try to clear things up. So, but he, so he posted screenshots of everything that like from when he was contacted and then Austin tried to call him out like, oh, you were saying this, like we should all meet up. And then Gentry was like, uh, no, look at it in the bigger context. And like, that definitely wasn't the case at all. So supposedly Madison messaged him saying... It was Madison's friend that messaged Gentry and was like, hey, my friend's interested in you. Her name's Madison LaCroix, which I always think is like LaCroix. No, remember yeah. when <laughs> remember when Naomi was like, no, it's La Croix. La Croix. Yeah. When she when she said La Lorient. <laughs> this this past episode, I was like, I wet. That's also why I love Naomi. Because yeah. she like breaks into her French and I'm like, I love She's you. like, don't forget who I am. Y'all are trash. <laughs> so Gentry, whose last name is Todd, so Gentry Todd, who God knows is gonna be on next season of Southern uh, Charm, allows me real. He said also, in case you're not here to follow the life of a boring old real estate <laughs> agent and his dog in a response to a a handful of non-work related DMs. One of my favorite games I've been playing since I was little is Never Have I Ever. So let's play. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is obviously Never Have I Ever. Second, mess- met, met this person. <laughs> yeah, is met this person. So he takes a screenshot of a conversation that Madison sent to him on December 20th saying, hey, so strange. I wanted to have a conversation with you for some time about some things that I've been said about us. Are you interested in having a quick talk? No. <laughs> Hard no. No. So Austin then starts taking it to Instagram to clap back. Right. He posts a picture of what Gentry said to Madison after, what Gentry said to Madison's friend after the initial contact. Allegedly. Yeah. Which was back on October 12th. So he said, wow, don't think I hold a candle to Miss Madison. Appreciate you looking out. Like, I love like a Southern, like I... <laughs> Don't think I hold a candle to Miss Madison. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Shep's like clapbacks, like, yeah. oh, that scoundrel, that rapscallion. Yeah, that rapscallion. <laughs> I love Shep it. is so smart. I love it for being such an idiot. Uh, so then he shows another section of the conversation that Gentry's having with this girl who he knows, and I think he knows the girl's boyfriend as well. And so Gentry says, some response, blah, blah, blah. Let's all grab coffee breakfast soon. And thanks to, for the shout out to Pretty Girl. Lighting in my photo must have been real good, whatever the fuck that means. So Austin then writes on this picture saying, you want me to get involved? <laughs> I will roll some heads. You ain't fooling anyone, Gentry, baby. What? 
Kid was oh, kid was over the moon. Oh, and just so you know, he unfollowed Madison LaCroix 15 minutes ago. We've been laughing about it for months at anyone who wants to know. Austin was made to look like a fool for Madison. But Austin makes himself look like a fool. He's a grown fucking man. This totally. past week's episode, he's like, yeah, you want to want, want to be with a millionaire? Stick with me for a couple <laughs> more years. It's like, for what? So you could just ask your parents for a million dollars? God, loser. So Gentry ends up clapping back and yes. posting full screenshots of the entire oh. conversation that he Thank had you. with Madison's friend. So he shows the intro. Then this girl sends the picture of Madison, which is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe people do this. Like, DM. Like, I, no, I, would I have totally to, wouldn't. Like, I have to know the guy if I'm going to be absolutely, sliding. Absolutely. Uh, not like a unsolicited DM slide. Yes, That's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So then we see the conversation where he then says, wow, don't think I hold a candle to Miss Madison. Appreciate you looking out. Then he was totally deflecting this whole time. Yeah. Like, eh, okay, like, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Then he says immediately, why haven't I seen you since the Telluride trip? And then he has all these little captions saying, quickly change the subject to distract slash diffuse with knowledge she's dating someone else. Exactly. So then this friend of Madison says, that's not true. Stop. I told you I would I would let you know. Nonetheless, Jay and I have been hanging out a bunch since Telluride. So I guess Jay is her boyfriend who Gentry's friends with. Blah, blah, blah. We're hanging out on the scene. Likewise on the scene. Let's all grab breakfast, coffee soon. And thanks to the shout out to Pretty Girl. Lighting in my photo must have been real good. He says. So then he writes in like this little caption section, politely gives thanks and shares with girls he's dating at dinner later that evening who is is like gentry would not have brought up this stuff if he was like legitimately trying to creep or like doing this stuff he would not have brought it up to begin with and so that's why he's like i've got screenshots i can explain everything like that's not exactly what it is and so it's like who else has any rebuttal to that oh austin saying this one thing out of context no austin that's not how it is by the way madison cheated on you multiple times also like what's going on with half of madison's face it's, I don't you ever know. notice how it's like kind of like it's like she had a stroke and just like moved. yeah it's either like a stroke Bell's palsy something like that like God forbid like she yeah. had something terrible happen like yeah, God knows you know what I mean like but also like okay so Austin cheated that one time like we saw that on Instagram a year ago whatever like he's shitty one she should have never gotten back with him. Two, she did. So, like, you can't continuously cheat on him and act like, well, it's okay because you had the threesome with the other girls. Just don't be with him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think a legitimately good girl should ever be with any of these guys from Southern Charm. However, I'd love to see them on my screen. I'd love to hear about their lives. I don't want to stop watching them. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But do I think they will ever legitimately get a good girl in their life? No. They'll probably settle for some, like... Wafy, like maybe kind of average girl in in about 10 years. I think these men forget that you generally get someone who's generally on the same level as you. Like you'd be lucky to get a woman with an actual job. And even all of these guys, if they did get a woman with a great job, comes from a good family, they they wouldn't want to be with your dumbass and be on this fucking show. Like you have no no real job. Case in point, Naomi and Craig. Like Naomi's like, 
I have, I'm getting my MBA. What do you do? Like, you don't do anything. And you know what? When she got with him initially, he had finished law school. Totally. You know, she, she thought she, he was she bought going a somewhere. bill of goods and yep. he didn't live up to that. And so he yep. can't understand the fact that she wouldn't want to go right. through his, I'm sewing, I'm farming, I'm doing this. It's like, no, buddy, you're doing really nothing at the end of the day. Nothing. Ultimately, you're sitting on your ass all day and she's busting her ass at school. And I remember he at one point was like, what do you even do, Naomi? It's like, yeah. what? Like, what do you and mean? listen, I watched every single episode of Relationship. God bless. I loved it because I love Shep. No smart, educated woman is going to date Shep Rose. He should have picked Priscilla, that like cute little oh, spunky girl. She wouldn't. Yellow, she shouldn't be with him. No, he instead he picked like the fucking twenty-two year old from New York who ended up dumping him and dating some guy like literally like a month later. Like. Psh. Because he was like, dumb. I don't understand why she can't spend every weekend in Charleston. It's like, I'm because she works in fucking New York. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. You don't And what work. girl in New York wants to go to Charleston every weekend? Like, not going to happen. It's a hard no for me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for a weekend, maybe once a year, but like every weekend, mm, I'll pass. I'll pass on that. Well, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Mercedes, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I loved it. Thank you for having me back. I missed it so much. I was out of it because I was moving. <laughs> now I'm back in New York. So like, I love it. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, thank yeah. you again for coming on. And thanks so much for listening, people. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.